when all you do is offer a mad service promotion is free follow that please follow that page black volta e will change your aqua experience my guy come on one plus follower welcome to another episode episode of the black volta nightlife podcast where we delve deep into everything entertainment nightlife and lifestyle within Ghana um on this particular episode i even thank Uh, you guys because you guys have been rocking with us but we're going to go straight to the discussion it's a full west african discussion today we are going straight into ghana jollof debates <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> anyway but today we have uh, a rising superstar in entertainment within west africa uh, she at least from what we know she blew up from a tiktok video um on the internet and has uh risen to fame much quickly within the music scene. Uh we have none other than um I call her the maestro. I listened to her I think a few weeks back in Uganda and the technical ability was off the charts. Uh but today we have the pleasure of speaking with Dope Caesar. Uh so welcome to the podcast today. Thank you my boss. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your what's your actual name? My real name. Yeah, your real. Now. <laughs> We yeah, have to pay. Yeah, let me Yes, no. Uh, Don't worry when you give me that bookie, you see my real name when you tra- when you okay. transfer. Okay, 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 fine. Contract. Okay, so if if you give us your your full how did the name Dope Caesar come about? Okay, uh Dope Caesar. I like um reading um history historical stuff mm. so like I was I'm very accustomed to like um ancient roman history greek mythology uh, yeah, yeah and all of that but mostly like history rather than mythology because okay. like that's like fictional so mm. like so Julius Caesar mm-hmm. yeah was that guy <laughs> I I found a story that he was kidnapped one time by some pirates and he told them I'm going to kill you I'm going to find you and kill you and that was a joke mm. he got released and came back to actually do what he said so I was like damn I like that that's really that the scenario itself was it was it was grueling yeah, yeah but yeah. like the determination to do that was what like stuck with me I was like yeah I need to be Caesar yeah so the dope part of it was someone was trying to like signed me into a management deal and she was like her friend was like I think Caesar is actually just a very boring name. Like <laughs> <laughs> just Caesar like you get. Yeah. You need to like put something like a prefix and like something and I was like I don't have anything so she was like you know what you can change the whole Caesar name and I didn't want to change it. So I was watching a DJ called Craze. Mm. It's an American DJ turntablist and he was doing something and I think he was using a a Kanye West interview where he says dopeness is what I like the most. And yeah. I was like dope. Dope Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> and I just put it together and it just it, made sense. It just made sense. Yeah, like since when I started using dope Caesar, even when people don't know my name and like they come meet me and be like, "Damn, you're dope." Mm. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." So yes. so it just it just, just it just like it just so it just fell on and yeah, made Ma- it right. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so 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 take us through your like your DJ career. Is it have you um how long have you been DJing first of all? 
six years. What? Six years. You've been DJing for six years. So yeah. that's even before COVID. Yeah, that was before COVID. Okay. I've been um, learning about it because I just fell in love with the art. I didn't mm. think I would be a DJ. Like, I would make money off DJing. I would, like, live a life of it. <laughs> I just loved it enough to, like, want to know how to do it. Mm. Yeah. So it was a thing of, for the longest time, I just wanted to acquire knowledge about it because I felt good doing it. You know, like, oh, you're going to make money off it. I never thought in my life I was going to make money off okay. DJing. So it was still like 2021 that I was going to go back to school. <laughs> and I was processing my school stuff, masters, trying to jackpot. I don't know if you know what jackpot is. No, we don't. We don't, we don't know. So jackpot is like leaving your country for another country. We, we don't know Ghanaians. We don't, we don't really know. Okay, you guys don't actually... We don't jackpot like we, that, you know. We are hmm. very... <laughs> London is like a cry. Are you joking? <laughs> you yeah. know? So trying to like, I was trying to like leave for mm. masters and all of that. But yeah. then for some weird reasons, it wasn't just working out. And I just got a text one day. And person was like, oh, I'm trying to open a club. Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come to? I was dead as broke at that time. I was like, okay, I think I should... The few months I have, I should try and get more money to start my life in Europe. Mm. Then I started working at the club. It was good. I started missing people. Mm. People started knowing me. Mm -hmm. My papers never came out. So <laughs> today, they never just came out. And I was just like, I think I just take this seriously as a job. And yeah, it takes me to Ghana. And I'm meeting you here. I see, I see. So... Um, was there any hesitation from like parents or family? Um, um, you know how the West African scene is. I mean, I'm sure they had like a, a clear road map for you as to what you wanted to do. And then now you're like, okay, you know, I want to take this seriously. Was there some form of hes hesitation in terms of your career path? Never. I had like my mom always will support me. My sister <laughs> supports me. My dad supported me, like, any way he could mm. have done, like, because he himself used to be a DJ, mm. used to be an artist, a producer, sound engineer. So he has always loved music, you understand? And he wanted, he always wanted us to, like, know how to produce music, do music, do something in music. Mm. So at the, an early age, you have, like, a pianist, to come teach you basic stuff but we we hated it like yeah. i personally did hate it i did not want to learn anything <laughs> i i hated music as a subject in school like it was just a lot yeah get. so yeah they always like supported mm. they never gave me a uh, you cannot do that yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they just always supported my star got me like my first serious mixer mm. yeah so yeah great 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 mm. great great stuff okay so you've always been a music fan right yes i've always been a music fan but not like to the music i play right now mm -hmm. i like to listen to on my own like i like to listen like singer songwriter music you get mm. things like that calm music rather than rhythmic music i'm more like a melody person so yeah 
I think I think I resonate with that. I think a lot of DJs they play the music, but they don't necessarily. That's not the music they listen to on their own. Mm -hmm. That's really important. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think um, at least from where we are, I think we the first time. Uh, I think Ghanaians in general heard about Dope Caesar was uh, a viral um, video yeah. on the internet at one of your places. I think was it Obi's house. Oh, my God. So, well, I don't know because, like, I had, like, kind of, like, two viral videos <laughs> move at the same time. <laughs> so, I don't know which... Which of the... Which actually traveled to this region first. Well, yeah. I, I think maybe it would probably be the Soweto one. But it was at Obi's house. Okay. It was at a, um, an event called Amapiano District. Okay. Yeah, so it's just... So, how did that happen? And was that the define? Was that, like... Okay, I think something is happening here. Like, was it at that point that you had the epiphany, like to say, you know what, yo, I think people have eyeballs have really gotten to me. What do you think that viral video was like? It, it's it shifted your your career to where it is right now. Yes, it did because I had a trajectory. I had things I wanted to achieve. I was doing well, no, two on the side. You had residencies, right? Yeah, I had my residencies. Yeah, I was, I was, I was okay. Like, <laughs> I was making money as a DJ, like a normal human being. Mm. But I had, like, things I wanted to achieve. Yeah, I wanted to play on different places. Like, at the beginning of the year, I said, oh, I want to play here, I want to play there, I want to play there. So I, I was achieving that in, like, Lagos. Like, But when that video came... <laughs> Like, people are talking about flying to Australia. Like, <laughs> and that wasn't part of the plan. Like, I wasn't even seeing myself being flown to anywhere. Yeah. Like, at least not yet. Yeah. So, it actually, like, changed a lot. And a lot of people actually reached out. A lot of people I did not know, like, industry people. Mm. And people, like, I knew, like, these person, like, it was like everybody saw it. Yeah. So it was, it really changed. Like, it just took my plan off, like, mm. threw it away. And just threw me out there. That was what, it, that was how I felt. Was it easy breaking into, okay, well, you didn't necessarily break into it because it was off of uh, a TikTok uh, uh, video. But how, how, what, what's, how did, how did Nigerians, how was the Nigerian reception to <laughs> you now? All of a sudden, you're like, how? Because already you guys are, have a very big music, um, cultural mm -hmm. uh, uh, region. I mean, like, Nigeria is really big on music, right? Yeah. And it's heavily focused on artists and, and singers and songwriters. So, how did that feel for you as like a, a DJ? So, like, breaking, like, it was a lot of Nigerians didn't even know I was Nigerian. <laughs> Let's start from there. A lot of Nigerians actually did not know who I was. Like they didn't know you at all. Yes, they did not know me. Never seen this person before. Never heard of this DJ. So it was a thing of people are like, oh, maybe the South African DJ or mm. this DJ from you get. Yeah. They didn't know I was part of them, but they were very very happy to like receive me. Yeah. Like, they just liked this person, liked what this person was doing with the Afrobeat music. Yeah. And they just, like, embraced me without even knowing anything about me. So when they found out I was Nigerian, it was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. That's it. <laughs> That's guys. it. So that, the love was 
perfect. Like it was amazing, and I've seen so much love walk on the street. Different people, like different, um, different walks of life. Just you walking, maybe a security, like ah, dope Caesar. <laughs> yeah, but just a random person. One time I was like going to buy something in my estate, and I was just complaining to the woman. I I think I was complaining to. Okay, it was it was a light bill or something. Mm, I was just mm. telling the POS lady that ah, these things are just getting hard. And the woman was like, yeah, I understand. You need to use light when everybody's not using it. I, I was wondering, like, why is she even saying that? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, because you need to practice a lot. I said, wait, you know me? She said, yes, now you're the DJ from TikTok. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, good afternoon, man. <laughs> I would have to start going now. So, like, it just, like, crossed. It just went across... So, so many, so many so, people, so many people. Yeah. It touched so many lives. Yeah, and it was it was just amazing. Like, where, where has it taken you so far outside of Nigeria? I mean, you're in Ghana now, but um, what what other countries? In how long how long ago was this? This was like July. Oof. Yeah, July. So I've been to I've been to Rwanda. I've been to Tanzania. I've been to the UK. I've been to. Um, Uganda, oh my God! Just within the last yeah, four or five be, months, I was supposed to be in South Africa, but I had an injury, so I had to like cancel that. Yeah, I'm in Ghana now. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so like, there's a bit, there's been a lot. So is it, is it moving too fast for you? Hmm. Honestly, yes. Being very very honest, it's moving really really fast because i think if i was holding like a stronger passport i would have been in so many places you get because of visa and all the stuff it just makes it, it, it that that's that's the only thing that's, that's stopping that's stopping it right now because like it's oh it's today so, you wake up and it's australia and they want you to come to uk yeah they want to come to canada they want you to take it to america they want to take you here they want to take you there i'm like <laughs> I don't like planes. First, <laughs> I don't like to fly, but you get it. so it's it has it has actually like moved really really fast, mm. way beyond anything that you've ever imagined. Yeah, right? yeah. I see, I see, and uh, I want to touch base on this so that it's also. I mean, I mean, there are up and coming DJs that are also listening to you and then are watching you, and you're a role model for them. How important is? Do you have a business structure? Yes, I actually do. And how important has that been in your journey now? Like, has it, 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 I mean, even artists, a lot of artists don't have structure around what they do. To even talk about a DJ, right? So how important, what, 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 what compromises your, your business structure and how important is that to your career now? I think trying to stay out of trouble is like the fastest way to like really do things right. So I'm somebody that likes to, I'm a controlled person. Like I like to like foresee. I hate surprises. Like mm. you get, so the idea of maybe me signing the wrong contract or whatever made me put myself in that structure at first. Like I need to get this right mm. from whether gigs were coming i needed contract or anything now nah, i the first thing i did this year was like get a legal legal team first mm. before anything before even all of the blowing and anything i just had somebody that if somebody gives me something i'm like oh what's up 
uh, I need you to review this. So, and it helped me because, like, I always tell people something. I feel like resentment is what actually breeds hate. Mm -hmm. And resentment actually can come from a place of misunderstanding and expectation, expectations. Mm -hmm. you get? So, like, when you expect something from somebody and you don't get it the way you want it, and mm. you get maybe probably the opposite, what you weren't expecting, mm. you start to resent them and yeah. you start to hate them. Yeah. So yeah. for me not to like have so many rift or whatever, I just like, I think I need to do the right thing from the onset. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I felt a structure would be very, very important in doing this so that you don't have to carry so much problems personally for you going forward because as much as this is a career people are watching they take a step back look at your life and they continue with their life it is your life yeah. right now so it's beyond you being a role model or you being a dj it is it's your, also your life yeah right it's your life right yeah. now so you have to always take steps for your life for yourself when mm. all of the cameras and everything is out who are you inside your bedroom Mm. You get, mm. you have to always protect that person because mm. whatever decisions with the cameras rolling would affect you in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that's why you have to like keep it very structured for yourself. Yeah, super tight. You don't need to, you get, you don't need to play with it. Okay, okay. So you're in Ghana um, playing uh, for your first time. Is it, is it your first time in Ghana? No, this is not my first time in Ghana. This is my first time playing in Ghana. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you've come to Ghana before. For excursions, square excursions. No, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time okay, ago. Okay, okay, okay. Do you play um, um so your your what what kind of music do you play? Do you do you is it do you play music based on genre? Do you have like particular you know some some DJs like to box themselves. I'm an EDM DJ. I play Afrobeat, I play boxing. I'm a piano, like what kind of music do you play? Um, more like uh, there's something there's something called a genre fluid DJ. Please I educate us. Thrive to be a genre fluid DJ. Okay. So you play different genres, multi multiple genres, but you play it in a way it doesn't even feel like they are different genres. More there's something called open format DJing, which is a lot of club DJs and yeah play multiple genres mm. but you know when the switch is there yeah you get you know when it's like oh that's the that's they, the they piano the, time yeah, or yeah. that's the dance hall time that's the hip-hop set you get all of it so, say that again it's called what open format i see yeah so like yeah, i'm telling you they are taking us to school no <laughs> it's not really school but yeah. like djs know this stuff yeah. so now you 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 as a general fluid DJ, you are open format. Just that your presentation is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Do you get? It's more like feelings. You like play with people's feelings, that rather than just play genres like. Okay, I think I think you did the same thing in, in yeah. Kampala. That's right. It. So guys who are listening, we were in uh, Kampala, Uganda, and uh, I think you played one of the sets. Yeah. And there was a transition between you playing Afrobeats and hip-hop. Yeah. Where you couldn't really tell that you had switched from Afrobeats to, to hip-hop. Hip and I think we are with Hilda and I think Kim Promise. And then I think they actually noted that, ah, ah, 
Still, <laughs> it's, it's it's quite different. So I think I I resonate with what you say. Yeah. To say I mean it's it's a feeling thing yeah, as feel. opposed to some DJs play and then you know that oh they've switched from yeah. Afrobeats. The so. music is still nice. No no don't get me wrong. Like the the vibe is still perfect is whatever. But I like I'm more like emotional, like how I play. So I want you to like have that. Even if you get that irritating feeling, it's still a feeling. Do you get mm. That's how I want it. I want it to resonate with you. How you judge my play is none of my business. You can say it's bad. But at least you have a feeling enough to remember, I don't like this person. Mm. You get mm. As much as you have a feeling enough to remember, oh my God, I like this person. Yeah. So I need to not keep you in a, in a place where you're going to forget me. I yeah. need you to remember whether it's good, bad, whether it's good, good or, bad. or bad. No, like me. Fool, no problem. So that, because when you're thinking about it, you can't hate what you don't remember. Mm -hmm. You get? Mm. So, I want you to come listen and be like, Dope Caesar, nah. <laughs> I, I'm not going. Yeah. This is enough. That's enough. And then, Dope Caesar, yeah. Where could they go? Yeah. I need that. Yeah. So that's why I play with feelings like that. It has to, it has to make you remember. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you do you listen to a lot of Ghanaian music, and do you incorporate it into your into your your your? Yeah, I listen to Ghanaian music. Not a lot. I have to be very honest. Not a lot of Ghanaian music. Yeah, I try to incorporate, but it's not as much as I do with a lot of other genres. Mm. But like next year, that's the thing I said. The things I had this year had to be thrown into the bin because <laughs> you get so my plan this year was really to like really absorb a lot of sound mm. from different regions and like just strengthen how I play. Okay. Like that way. But unfortunately because I'm traveling, I'm always on the road. I don't have time to like really sit down and even know what's going on. Even yeah. my country, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, yeah. But I I'm, now I have a lot of Ghanaian DJs on my speed dial. So I'm always like, uh, Alpha, this okay. song, how you did, send me that. You get, send yeah, me that popping yeah, song yeah. or send me this or send me that. I can always like throw my ideas to them and say, guy, what do you think about this? Like, is it going to tap you here? Like, what DJs, who, 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 who are some of the DJs that you, you, you have in Ghana that you, yeah. um, you, call, you sometimes you collaborate with? Number one is DJ Toyo. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Toyo. Toyo. I don't he's, know. Very, he's very linked to the whole Nigerian. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, my, he's, my, he's my number one guy yeah. in, this, in this country. Like, he's been so, so supportive. He's, he's been so, I don't know, like, he's just a nice person. Yeah, so he introduced me to DJ Speech. He mm -hmm. introduced me to... Um, just went to his house today. Kitty's DJ. Ah, uh, Varoski. Varoski. Yeah. So, yeah. So, nah, speech Varoski. Kitty's DJ. Okay, okay. So, you see, okay. like, I'm already having a... A full circle moment. A full cycle. <laughs> yeah. We're becoming more. Yeah, And, yeah. obviously, like, that, I know tomorrow I'm going to meet more DJs. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? So, that's it. I see, I see. Traveling... Um, to different countries. Um, were you traveling a lot before before this? No, I've never been traveling. Like, <laughs> I, did I even travel inside Nigeria? Is the question I gotta ask myself. I probably traveled only once. Mm. 
to Abuja, and I was like, for a gig. That was a long time ago. So the cultures are just hitting you left, right, yeah, center. Yeah, but Obi's house set also like did some underground cementing. As much as the TikTok video brought everybody like, whoa, yeah. boom. But that's like 20 seconds. People mm. would just be like, oh, it's probably just a fluke. Yeah. But now you go on YouTube and you see like almost an hour video. <laughs> and so you have like, okay, this person can actually play can this Can actually play, so it's not like a, Yeah, a, it was not a fluke. Not like, be fan oh, fooling. Not be fan, uh -huh, <laughs> like that. The way they talk out. You get, so it gave it like a cementing and people like Obi's house. Because even before like the TikTok video blue mm. i knew people a lot of people actually like meet me on the road and say your obi's house set i watch it i watch it when i'm working in the office i'm like yeah <laughs> i watch it every day i know the songs like i know your transitions i i've watched it that much so i was like okay this is actually doing interesting numbers funny enough i've not seen the set myself <laughs> i just played it so I, I, I even went to somebody's house to play and he was like um, I need you um, to play a playlist. I was like, oh, that's true. Okay, give me your playlist. I'll know how to navigate your party. And he's playing my set. Like, I need you to do... This. He's like, the time stamp. Like, you see that transition you did there with Pocoli? He <laughs> <laughs> was very serious. So he bought all the drinks on that table and said, I bought this drink to give you that <laughs> vibe. You understand? So it was that, that set. Like, mm. as much as... As much as the TikTok, TikTok did the thing. TikTok did the thing. The fact that Obi... That, yeah. yeah, DJ Obi did... That. Shout out to DJ Obi. I think I uh, yes. uh, that, that, that collective is really building up in Nigeria. It's, it's a very popular collective in Ghana. People know it. I think it's, he, he's here in December yeah. um, at uh, Beach Afrique. I think everybody come out. So please. everybody come out. Come and enjoy the vibe. Yeah, yeah. So that would be great. So yeah. back to what I was asking, traveling to the various countries, right? Yeah. What has that, like, what, give me like a uh, time stamp where you go like ah, ah, this is like has any country really blown your mind at all in any of their, their travels every country has actually <laughs> blown my mind i'm not trying to be diplomatic here every country has actually blown my mind because like you meet amazing people like they treat you really nicely yeah that's that's not like very humany yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying people mm. People treat you badly, like, every day, but, like, you don't expect that level of niceness and respect. Yeah. And you just see it there. And, and the I think it's also nice to see that because um, there's a lot of debate around DJs not getting a lot of respect back then. I don't mm. know if it's the same in Nigeria, but Ghana, there's a lot of, like, the Ghana DJs have moved from one level to another in mm. terms of um, 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 respect. So th is, that, is that the same thing with you? Well, I wouldn't really say much about respect, like DJ deserving mm. of respect and all of that, because like, I'm still new in the game, so I don't know the disrespect that's mm. happened before. <laughs> so I have to be very frank. I, wouldn't, I don't know what mm. the context of respect really means here. So mm. I wouldn't like really want to address what mm. I don't understand. But I feel like, yeah, true. I understand Like the more people see you, it's, it's the same thing with anybody. People see you like other people appreciating you somewhere else. Mm. They would begin to like fall in line. You understand? So it's just normal. The more exposed you become, the more even the people 
in your house begin to respect you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, in that context, like, exposure, people respect you in other countries, you go around, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, obviously, when you come back home, now you're coming back, it's just like, uh, say you are, I'm trying to use a very family context. Let's say, okay, you are, you are, you travel. Mm. The first time you travel, you came back with bread. And it was like, okay, but they didn't expect you to come back with anything. But you came back with bread and some just normal stuff. Everybody's happy. The next time you travel mm. and you're coming back, they'll be happy to yeah. receive you because they feel like you're going to come back with something. So it's the same thing. So when you go, you experience other people's culture, you experience the love and the respect, and you're coming back, your people will be happy to receive you again. You get. Mm. Like, you're coming back with more love <laughs> this time. Even if you don't buy anything for them, Sha, but they, they are forced to, like, look yeah. at you from a different perspective. So, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Afrobeats is, is growing globally. Number um, one. <laughs> with our, our three big stars really pushing it on the continent. Shout out to um, uh, Davido, Wizkid, and then Burner Boy. Do you think that has helped you in your journey as a DJ? Yes. <laughs> they are the ones that make the hits. <laughs> if they're not bringing no hits, I can't spin, I can't make money, I can't travel. <laughs> you get So I always respect the artists, the producers, everybody behind, for mm. everybody, because they are the ones that do the work. And then we like do our own work. Mm. You get everybody has a role to play. I always tell people everybody has a role to play. So uh, whatever how they start the vibe, we don't know. But finished product we play. <laughs> and we create another vibe to it. Like I said, yeah, it gives me the they they produce something with some emotions I don't I'm not aware of, and I listen to it. I get some kind of emotion. And then I try to be creative with it and give you another emotion. Yeah. So you see, everybody's happy. You, everybody's if happy. If you're happy, you probably use that emotion to do something else. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, being a female DJ, uh, breaking that barrier, um, has that had, it, like, do, is there any resistance uh, that you faced being a female DJ? I think. I think now it's even like, even the male DJs are just going to stop DJing. <laughs> it's now going to be a full female thing. But uh, do you think, um, is there any gender play in that when it comes to DJing? Or does it affect you in any way? Does, um, it, does it stop you from getting opportunities? Right now, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's playing somewhere in the background, but I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't mm. say. Like, but I feel like we've kind of passed that yeah we're like we've passed that like yeah. a lot of females over the years have actually proven that they are good at what they do <laughs> you get you get yeah so it's a thing of if you're trying to like be biased with gender you're just playing nobody sends you mm. really you're like oh, no, 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 no. we have a lot of female djs that are good yeah. so they're just gonna be like just go you get so we passed that. We passed that. We passed that. <laughs> passed that. You have a, 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 a before that. What, how did your Pepsi deal come through? Like how how did that happen? So I don't have a Pepsi. No, I mean deal. like your Pepsi gig. The, okay, the, okay, the, the, the gig, Big Brother, yeah, the gig. Big Brother gig. They reached out. So you were they just there and then they just reached out. I swear to God, um, praise. I don't know if you, praise the music. Yeah. Show. He just called me and said, "Oh, 
how far sees that um somebody wants to call you, um talk to you as like okay i give you she said i give your number to somebody and they want to talk to you i was like okay no problem i just finished doing my pedicure or something so i'll just come down from the salon and then she's like hi my name is from i, I said kept your hand so i'm like uh, mm. i like what's that <laughs> i like what's that uh, i was like please could you like pepsi Oh, Pepsi. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I need you to lock this get date right now. Blah blah blah. I told them. I tell everybody it is locked. <laughs> I don't care. So they locked it, and it was a thing of oh, I always ask, did they have they reached out? Did they, did they drop a contract? Did they anything? 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 Like, oh, they've not. Really, they're actually busy because it's like Big Brother, so they had they actually busy with every other thing and stuff. So it was like. I think I went to you, you, Rwanda a week before. So I came back from Rwanda on a, was it, either on Monday or, uh, either on Monday or Sunday, one of it. And I came, I was very sick when mm. I came back, like really sick. And the Pepsi, well, the Pepsi, um, the big brother was on Saturday. I was like, how am I going to survive? Started treating myself, made sure I, finished my drugs my medicine i didn't want to hear anything so i was recovering and then i started preparing for the set like let's say two days too the set i didn't have a controller my controller got bad i was like okay i'll borrow no problem i'll just go and rent a controller <laughs> problem solved a day to the pepsi gig my laptop crashed yeah oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Friday around 7 p.m. Your whole laptop crashed. The laptop was beginning to be funny. Luckily for me, I was able to like get the file out. That was the only thing I had. Till today, that's the only thing I have on my the laptop I bought. I had to go buy a new laptop that morning of the gig. And rain fell. You bought a laptop. A full laptop, a full MacBook, a new one that morning of the gig. And... It wasn't just that. I was going to, I was coming from my house and going to my auntie's house, and my brakes were not working. My car brakes. <laughs> I was just managing myself, and I got there. It was my master brake that actually failed. I was like, what? What is happening? What's happening? But I was just like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm just going to do what I have said I'm going to do. Anything also happened, should happen. So I got there into the, into the room. And I knew, like, a lot of people, like, oh, you used to talk. I was like, you know what? The only people I care about right now are the people here. I'm just going to. So immediately the housemates come in to the, to the room, yeah. yeah, to the lobby, uh, whatever it's called. The speaker beside me stops working. My <laughs> monitor stops working. And then the money, what they hear is about like 0, 0, 0.001 milliseconds lit. So that's what I was using to mix because I don't mix with headphones. I didn't even have headphones at that time. <laughs> so I was just like mixing on vibes and just acting cool, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And when everything was over and they opened the door, this was the guy I saw first, like, guy, what the hell? And I was like, what happened? I was like, the producers, everybody was like, you have to come back to the show. I'm like, <laughs> coming back <laughs> don't stress me i'm not coming back and everything i can't come back to the show it was just and people were talking about transitions like that was like the first time i really saw people that were in djs mm, say really, yeah this transition that transition <laughs> i'm like 
they were listening. <laughs> it, was, it was a very humbling um, experience, experience for me. For you. It was very, very, very humbling. And before then, Obi had said, you need to play. He wasn't even in Nigeria because he was touring Obi's house. He was like, you need to play Big Brother. You need to... My boss, I don't know, they're not really excited. <laughs> they don't me like that, though. <laughs> I, go, I go try my best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great, 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 great. Um, I think we'll have to, um, um, uh, it, if, if we're going to have this conversation, I feel like we'll have it the whole day. We're, we're going to continue the whole day. So what <laughs> I'm going to, what I'm going to, because you also have to prepare for your, your set tomorrow. Yeah. Um, let's let's uh, segue into what, what what advice you'd give to anyone that's watching you now, um, watches you, watches Obi's house, um, wants to be like you, or wants to take up the career uh, in DJing. What would you what would you advise them to do? I always tell them to be themselves and myself. That's that's why it's easier than it is. Like, you, you asked me, you said, do you feel pressure? You know, you asked me in Rwanda, and I said, no, because that's the truth. Like, and you said, you act, like, you act like you feel like people pressuring you. Like, the only person that pressures me is myself, mm. you get. And I told you, I explained, I said, if I feel like I'm not growing, I'll get very, very worried, mm. regardless of what every other person is saying. So I need them to be themselves. Don't. Don't be dope Caesar. Dope Caesar is dope Caesar. Tickets. Like I said, this is your life when cameras are out. You're just seeing, max you ever see is probably three hours of my life. Mm. I think set. You don't know what's what is happening in behind. the background. So you can't really get the full picture, but the human mind will always create a full picture because we, we don't know how to live with void. So just be yourself. It's your journey. But just be humble, be, be very humble about it, be grateful for it, and always grow. Always want to be a better person for yourself. Everything you do, be selfish about it. Be yourself. Be yourself. Great stuff, Dope Caesar. Um, so before we end, let's, uh, let's do some uh, three questions within nightlife. Okay. Uh, for you to see, you play, in a, a, you play at most of you, so... Um, are you a are you a club or a lounge person? For playing? Oh my God! Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I think I've played too many lounges and all those things. I've even forgotten I was playing a club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I forgot to actually I actually had to play in a club. Like, so I do lounges because like the vibe just there's not much pressure you get. Mm. Cool. So lounge is cool. Yeah. You are in Ghana, Stoneboy or Shatawale? Jesus Christ. Why are you doing this to me? Let's go for it. Stoneboy. <laughs> <laughs> Stoneboy. <laughs> and and uh, before we end, she has tried Ghana Jollof. She has oh, tried no, no, Ghana no. Jollof. And Two dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to prod you a lot. I just want to <laughs> keep it very sane for you. But it's been amazing speaking with you. As I said, um, if we were to speak with you, I think it would be a whole day session. 
uh, we're very, very proud of your journey and where you are going to. You are, you've been an inspiration. You know, you don't know, but you're, you're a very huge inspiration to a lot of people within Ghana, uh, both as young people and as DJs on the same level with mm -hmm. you. So um, I know you're playing at MAD, and you will come back to play at Black Volta event later in December. Sure. Uh, but we wish you all the best. Thank you and, so much. Uh, the sky is the limit, and we hope to have you back in Ghana and on the sure. Black Water podcast. So thank you so much. What are your final words? Uh, final words. <laughs> thank you so much, Ghana. Thank you for the love. Everybody involved, everybody that has ever like checked out my stuff, stumbled across it, dropped a comment, a like, whatever. Shared it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't even thank you enough. People coming out tomorrow. Thank you, organizers, promoters, Black Volta, my guy, the DJs, everybody. Um, this is going to be like second home. I'm enjoying myself here. So, yeah, going to be second home. <laughs> it's, not far, it's not far from Lagos, 45 minutes. Yeah, here, you'll so come. Always come. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me, Jolof. <laughs> I'll try Fufu tomorrow. So. Hey, Jesus. She says she's trying Fufu. Tomorrow. Yeah, traffic. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, subscribe to the Black Volta Nightlife podcast on Apple, Spotify. Follow Black Volta on all our platforms Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, YouTube. And then until next week, um, catch us on the podcast. Peace out. Cheers.